Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello and welcome to Perfect Person. I'm perfect and you're a person. And we're about to make you sauced up, ready to go, buff as ever. And honestly, winter's on its way. Winter's just around the corner. And a lot of people are wondering, how do I do it? How do I I get through winter? How do I sort of make it all? You think people are wondering about your ability to make it through the winter? (laughs) No, they're wondering about their ability to make it through winter. Okay, got it. I'm joined by freelance sidekick Will Whitwer. What's up? Will's wearing denim today. That's right. One button is not done and it is just poking Hold on. his belly Hold is poking on. Let's, right It up. was done before. I, I think the problem is that my belly has grown. Yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the shirt more or less fits, but, you know, mm-hmm. it's sort of a gut situation that I'm working with. Will, hi- <laughs> you know what I've noticed recently about my own pants? Yeah. Is that I feel like they're too tight around my gut specifically and mm-hmm. I don't let it fly free enough. So no, I've been 100%. unbuttoning my pants in the car <laughs> to let it sort of just hang out because I don't want to restrict my gut. So you're saying like you you get done with recording the tripod or whatever, you yeah. get in your car. Yes. The first thing you do, yes. you pop the button. The answer is yes, Will. I pop the button and I let it hang out. And you know what I'll say about today? Yeah. I did it. <laughs> and I'm a little worried I'm going to get pulled over and I'm going to have to like button my pants back up and that's going to look And suspect. the cop is going to think that you've been jerking in the car. Yeah, because the cop's going to... Because, like, it smells like a spilled smoothie or whatever, which you talked about multiple times on the show. But I am worried about getting pulled over and then just the act of, or even not even pulling over, just if I pull it to a Whole Foods and then someone out of the corner of their eye, they just see me go, like, buttoning my pants up. And they're going to be like, what the fuck is his problem? What Was his pants undone? And I'm a little worried about that and being labeled a, um, a well, sex Well, what offender. if you just got up and just, you didn't do, because I think what you just, what you just did visually for the, for the, for the, just the listener, Miles kind of was demonstrating the, bu- the button yeah. seated, seated, which mm-hmm. obviously does look kind of awkward. Yeah. What if you just get up, see, hope your pants don't fall. They're going to fall. They're going to fall. And they might not fall, but what they will do is open up. Like the Demogorgon's so maybe face. That, it, would like, it would like be more revealing that way. So you you have to sort of sit in your car. You're like going to go to Trader Joe's. But first you kind of like squeeze that t- top button. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I like this attitude. I like the energy of, Thanks. okay, I'm letting it all hang out in my car. Yeah. It's more comfortable. Mm -hmm. I like it. It mm -hmm. still seems like more work to me, like to have to button and unbutton your... Like, I'd rather just save myself the time. And wear sweatpants. Think, okay, now that I... Look, I wore off some free some Try Guys merch, <laughs> like some matching merch yesterday, and uh, I looked bad. <laughs> <laughs> you looked bad? Yeah. Why? So, see, this is my thing. Um, I Will, how's it going, man? <laughs> you seem okay. I'm okay. Any updates? Uh, you know, uh, you know, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah I know, man. I mean, again, it, the listeners don't need to know the the ins and outs of the details, but yeah. I did go through a breakup. I've been sad. Yeah, I know you've been sad, and That's it's been right. hard to see you sad. You've been very nice to me, and I appreciate that. L's in the chat for Will. Yeah, please post. Please, please. When you <laughs> listen to this episode, tweet at me or comment at yeah, L. Common Will, um, common will L. Uh, because, yeah. and um, But the other thing I should say is that obviously December 1 is approaching, and we'll get to this in the plug section, but I don't want to be, I don't want to forget to mention yeah. that there's going to be a big, big post coming from me on December and 1. You have a big post coming December 1, and you've been tuning in the people about it for, That's right. for months at this point. And people are saying, what is it? And it's like, you know, it could be anything. Have it you gotten could... some questions on Twitter? <laughs> no, but uh, but what I have gotten is someone setting a calendar reminder for for that. So for that person, yeah. which is hilarious, uh, December one, Will's big post. <laughs> Will's big post. And and again, and you know, obviously, yeah, you were going through a period of uh, of a relationship, and now you're in a period of singleness. That's right. And the big post, I think, it, you know, it's going to mean something different for everybody, <laughs> but. <laughs> But what's good about, you know, it's, it's hard to go through a breakup, but um, is there anything that's been helping you along? You know, uh, I think what I initially did was mm -hmm. just smoke as much weed as possible. And how did and that it, go? How did it go? You know, it went okay. I, um, it, it was just at a, I was just sort of so surprised and sad that I like didn't really know what to do. And it was just like, okay, I'm going to do this thing that's fun. But, you know, I'm, I'm a little out of that. I had to go through a little bit of a stupor. Uh, you know, talking about it sort of helps, but the thing that really helps, honestly, is just like trying to figure out, you know, what the next, like, what my actual identity is now. You know, yeah, and you know, that's um, if breakups are very common. A lot of people go through them. They always suck. They always hurt yep. in different ways. There really is a way to be like, okay, well, this is a genuine moment where I can like sort of reset yeah. a little bit. Yeah, so, for sure. You know, and but, maybe after this, you become sort of a hype beast. Maybe after this, you sort of you examine your own personality and you well, you emerge. A, well, and you know, in the December one post may or may not mm -hmm. uh, have you know, yeah, maybe I'm becoming a hype beast. Maybe I'm collabing with Dua Lipa. You know, something like that. Wow, that's what people are saying. That you're gonna collab with Dua? If it's just a selfie with Dua from like a meet and greet, that would be so fucking funny. You pay like $190 to to go to Dua's like Staples Center show. And to all the listeners out there, you know, break, oh boy, Will will be okay. And also, <clears throat> he's now in a period where you're willing to. And this is you said this right before recording, but you're willing to fucking suck whoever. <laughs> You were just saying that before we started? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, we have a friend who's been in what he calls slut mode, not my term. You know, I've been thinking about doing a sensory deprivation tank to like really think about it. So you're really going through it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking about, you. Should, what if you got bangs? Yeah, that, that would be funny. I don't, 
I honestly don't really know. I think I have to wait a long time. I think you should grow out your hair. You think so? Not as a mullet like you did before. I mean, your hair looks really good right now. Thank you. I think you look really nice. This is a great outfit. I think that this is like a good look for you. I appreciate that. I I put a little effort into it. Uh, A little bit. Yeah, I mean, the the early records of this show, I would forget that I would be on camera, and then I would see the footage and be a little bit upset. Well, yeah. And I came in with a poop stain, yeah. arguably. Okay. No, no. Now it comes no, out that no, it was a poop stain. No, no, I still don't think it was, but obviously yeah. that's what the people think. I came in with scampi on my shirt. I got I was dusty. There was just a lot of clothing that wasn't a really- A lot of clothing. Wasn't really working for me, so I, I, tried to, I tried to dress a little nicer than I have been. A little check-in with me as a reef. <laughs> Flux I've been dealing with. <laughs> As a reflux been dealing with. Um getting over, you know, I was getting over the COVID thing. As a reflux is tough. I'm, we're having we're both having a probiotic soda. Honestly, it's great. I really like it. And I that's the thing. Since I've been here last, the for the mini fridge is on. It's got the mini fridge is powered it. on and it is ready to rip. And that's huge. And that's really that huge. That shows that you're legit. Not only do you have a nice looking studio, you've got get, drinks to offer your guests. I got drinks to offer my guests, man. And I said, Do you want a poopy? Well, it's a poppy. Well, I think. it's pronounced P-O-P-O-P. <laughs> and anyway, the, the <laughs> phone's ringing off the hook, Will. And um, luckily, we have our very first. <laughs> As a reflex is really, it's got his death grip on me. <laughs> Woo! Um, <clears throat> before we get to the calls. As always, you can subscribe to the Patreon for premium versions of the show that are ad-free with an exclusive cold open and bonus calls. This week, calls. we talked about one of Miles' big flaws. We did. And, and we and took we accountability. Took, we took accountability for my actions, and we called a coworker. <laughs> That's correct. And, and I took accountability, and I gave, went on an apology tour, essentially, in the premium version. That's correct. Also, you can subscribe to the Patreon uh, for the Platinum tier, where we have an exclusive show that's exclusive to Patreon that's wild and fun and great. All that being said, you can follow the Instagram if you want information on how to call in. Here is our first caller using the WhatsApp feature, um, which means that we can take international callers down, which means that this is a global show, which means that the UN might as well have us as a guest speaker. Hello. Hello. We heard you called Perfect Person. And across the world, we're beaming into you to solve your problem. Oh my goodness, across the ocean. <laughs> across the ocean. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Australia. From Australia. And you have a very specific conundrum. Would you care to describe? By the way, I'm here with freelance psychic Will Whitworth. What's, What's up? up? So, what is your name? Um, Please give me a fake name. Okay, well, is your yes. fake name is going to be Lacey. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> You're like, that's my real name. Okay. It needs to be a different fake name. Um, okay, Awkward. well, Lacey, <laughs> Lacey, tell me your situation. Okay, so my two best friends are a couple. And I guess there's always kind of been this bit of tension, a little bit. <laughs> and I've just, you know, felt the vibes, but I've just ignored it. I'm just like, it's just me. Like, it's just me. Right. We all say we love each other. We all kind of joke about things. But recently, they brought it up to me <laughs> that this is actually what they want. Okay. It's the three of us. So they, okay. your two <clears throat> friends are wanting to put you into their thruple. Yes. They want to add you in sort of like, you know, 
There are, there's already uh, this established relationship, and you are to be an equal partner in it. I, one thing I'm curious about is you say there's always been this tension. Like, you've always felt the tension for the couple or for both of them individually? Yeah. Like, are you horny for them as a couple or are you horny for both? And I'm so sorry. Um, and I'm so sorry for, say, for him saying horny. What do they say in Australia? <laughs> Randy? It's kind of hard to. No, horny for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. Oh, I love we it. We love the accent. We That's love so it. <laughs> it's very fun for us. We really oh do like it. Yeah. So okay. So you, what was the tension felt from them individually or as a couple? Um, it's like the way that I have said it to them is that my heart knew that they were a package deal. So my feelings for both of them progressed at the same rate. Okay. So because they were worried, like, oh, you like one person more than the other, and I was like, well, actually, no. I really love both of you. And my inside my heart, I knew it was a package deal. So my feelings just grew at the same time. Okay. And now talk to me about where your intentions are and what you need help with specifically. I'm really not sure if it's a good idea. Like, I guess everyone's worry is, is what if things go terribly wrong? Right. And it ruins our friendship because what we have is amazing and we all love spending time with each other, but it's just like, do we take this next step or do we not? Okay. Well, okay. So (laughs) I'm obviously, I can only speak from my experience here and I've never been in a thruple, but that being said, how old are you? Uh, Almost 30. (laughs) Okay. Got it. So because I was wondering if you, I was like, if you're like, you know, 19, that's going to, my answer is going to be different. I don't know. I don't know that 19 year olds are like, you want to get in my throat? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what 19 year olds are up to in general, to yeah. be honest. But like, you shouldn't, by the way. In Australia, if a 19 year old wanted to be in a throuple, I would say, mate, you have no idea what you're getting into. Right. Exactly. Yeah, like right. it's, it's very different to be like, I actually have been through my twenties and we've been, we've, and they've been in this relationship a long time. I take it. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Like years. This seems to me like <laughs> something that could be a whole lot of fun. And if you're worried about it sacrificing the friendship, not that this is going to be the sort of domino that the, the thruple <laughs> that falls, but I think that if you're going to engage in a thruple, <laughs> I don't know, right I don't know engage. many people. Who are in throuples in their 90s. Okay, okay. But But, that being said, that doesn't mean that this is a bad idea. It just means that you have to (laughs) go into it knowing, look, we're going to do our best here. This is going to be a unique new experience. You can enjoy that unique new experience and sort of you guys can guard yourself against the cliches and traps from this type of thing, which are... When you own 33.333% of a relationship, sometimes, you know, sometimes the shares get complicated. That's right. And when you're engaging in some sort of intimacy, generally it's, you know, hard to make sure everyone like you is You can't satisfied. always be having a three-way. You, you know what I mean? You can't always be having a three-way. And, totally, totally and from what I've found for people who are in throuples, that's not necessarily the case. No, it's They're not. like, we're having a two-way. Yeah, and then definitely. the other person's golfing. Definitely. And then they come back or something. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of been our experience so far is like if I've gone on like a dinner date with one of them, it's like it hasn't caused any issues with the other person. Like no one ever really feels left out, even though we haven't like gone down this specific like, hey, like we actually all love each other. We have spent a lot of time together either with the three of us or just with two of us, Mm -hmm. whether it's with me and one other person. (laughs) 
uh, like they're together all the time, but like no one, it seems that no one really has felt any kind of jealous feelings. So I think that that's a good sign. I think that's a really good sign. And it doesn't necessarily mean yeah. like, yeah, I guess what you're trying to guard yourself against is jealousy. If you're having fun yeah. now and you are not feeling jealous feelings, good on you. Yeah, absolutely. Keep that throuple engine my, firing. My feeling also is like, don't listen to the argument of like, you don't see a lot of throuples in their 90s. It's like, do you understand that we haven't really had that much time where people like actually got to choose their partners and like that, you know, different lifestyle arrangements were accepted? Like, I, I at least in America, yeah. and I can't speak for the Aussies, but- uh, in America, I feel like there's been a pretty strict gender code since like the 50s and things have changed recently. And it, do I, you know any throuples that well, have okay, made it past was, 10 years? Well, I certainly don't. I, I know many people. And this is again, this isn't me sharding on <laughs> throuples. I don't want to shart on throuples, Lacey. That's not my intention here. No. But I think that to be like, it's a, it's a complex. Uh, I said this when Kelsey was on, but it's like to have a... a, a an, I guess, uh, yeah, a non-traditional relationship of any kind. Uh, when I say non-traditional, I just mean like polyamorous, having multiple people involved, you know, whatever. Yeah. Having something yeah. like that just requires a ton of communication. Right. So when you have a ton of communication going on, sometimes feelings get hurt. Feelings get hurt in regular relationships too. Yes. But with something like this, you just have to have even more communication because there's more people involved and there's more craziness happening and there's, you know, you got to get a bicycle that has three seats. So... <laughs> Definitely. So that's the first priority. <laughs> the first, by the way, if you guys are not getting a bicycle yes. that has three seats and taking cute that's photos, a that's a miss. Yeah. That's a miss for me. We, yeah, got, I think we should. I think we should invest. <laughs> I think you Honestly, definitely should invest. If you want to symbolic, if you want to symbolize, like, hey, we're really gonna be a thruple. Yeah. Get a three seat. Get bike a three seater and, and enjoy. Ride it around. Yeah. And be like, this is what we Christmas do. Christmas present done. Yeah, absolutely. And, <laughs> If you're wondering about whether this is a good idea, it seems like you want to go it's for it. It's a good it. idea. I it think it's like a good you idea. you want to go for it and go for it. Again, I've said this a million times. Ooh. Don't protect yourself from getting hurt. <laughs> just, just like, like throw it to the wind. Kind of. I mean, okay. You're having, yeah. it seems like you want to do it and you want to enjoy it. You can caution yourself against the parts of it that are more risky where it's like you're opening yourself up to feelings. This is definitely going to be a unique experience that not a lot of people are going to be able to relate to, but I think you should try it. I think you should go for it. Yeah. I, I think it's definitely like the lame answer to be like, don't do it. It's too dangerous. No. What are uh, we on this planet? What, if, what are we on this planet to only date one person? Hey, I mean, you're married. I, I'm not like most people, to be honest. I'm not like other girls. I I know. I was literally listening to your latest episode this morning because it's like, <clears throat> what time is it here? It is almost <laughs> 2 p.m. Right. And so I'm just like, you know, doing my stuff, listening to your podcast. Yeah. Like, I know that you and your wife, especially, and you go, uh, you're a good match for each other. I feel like we're like that as well. But yeah. Well, that's that is nice. And that's the thing. I think if you're already at this close, right. intimate friendship, like taking up a level does mean you have to communicate more, but it's like you already have good mechanisms in place. I do think Miles is right to be like, go in with your eyes open. Also, though, like, um, like know that there is increased volatility in this situation. Right. There you go. That's all it is. It's, it's like just crypto. Like, no, it's yeah. not like crypto. It's just throuples are like crypto. <laughs> no, no. You invest. No. Invest. <laughs> you, no. You, you, Take your money out you of the bail bank. out one of your companies with your other company's fake token that has no value. And then when someone points it out on Twitter, right. your whole 
billion dollar billions of dollar fortune evaporates. Sorry, this is very much a timestamp, but shout out to all my crypto heads out there. Been following recent controversies. Yeah, Will's deep um, into the crypto game. It is not fraud. There is not just like no value here. There is value. You already yeah. have this friendship. It's not gonna be like so crazy. I do think that like I don't know. I've encouraged a close friend of mine a long time ago to like have a threesome with somebody that he and his wife knew. Uh, and that went fine. I knew somebody in Austin um, who was in a New York Times magazine article about thruples, basically, who was like very proudly living in wow. a thruple where like it was more or less. Yeah. It, and, which, and, you know, nice guy. He was telling me right before I moved out of Austin, he was like, yeah, I I'm in love with this girl. And like I live with her and her husband. And it's like, OK, well, that's, it seems to work. It's like, the main thing is like, they're not getting jealous. And like, she is probably like, has a super high libido and is like, you know, like fucking them both pretty regularly. I don't need to hear about that. No, but they talked about it in New York Times Magazine. Well, you know, okay, look, I also like, um, I am uh, very happily married. Married. My brain does not wire in the way where I desire to have a throuple. But that being said, if I hadn't met Sarah, who knows? But I just think it's like, I just because I don't know, like you, it seems like you want to do it. What am I going to tell a charming Australian no, we not can't to tell engage her not in a thruple? No, you're going to, gonna, to you're going to have so much fun and you're going to learn so much. And even if it ends rocky or it ends great, you're going to learn something about yourself. And isn't that what we're on this planet to do, baby? Wow. I've also found that I can't, it's not fair. <laughs> this is going to sound condescending. It is not fair for me <laughs> to to uh, gauge my relationship. I fell in love at 24. That's right. I'm married now with a kid on the way. It is not fair for me to pit that relationship against s most of my friends are single who are, you know, in between 27 and 36. Like, you know, so it's just like, it's not fair for me to be like, oh, well, this worked for me and that's what's going to work for everybody. It's just not. Everyone's different. And I think you got to go for There's it. There's going to be a lot of meeting spreadsheets about who's spending time with who. That's are you guys going to get um, one big bed? Great question. I mean, that's the plan. Honestly, we have discussed it. <laughs> I think it's like, it's like, yeah, are you going to Berenstein Bears it? <laughs> or uh, did the Berenstein Bears sleep in one big bed? I don't know. It doesn't matter. So, um, but anyway, Lacey, thank you so much for calling in. Tell the rest of your throuple that you are now perfect person approved. That's right. Enjoy the flavors, Lacey. Oh my Drink God. down Thank the... Like It'll drink. be a Napolitana three-flavor <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> yes. That's right. Thanks Bam. for calling in, Lacey. You have a fantastic <laughs> evening. You too. Bye, guys. Bye. Eating food is something I love to do. <laughs> it's the best part of my day. And luckily, eating better is easy with Factors delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. And let me just tell you, the two-minute window that it takes to get ready is absolutely the thing for me, because I'm a busy beaver. Okay, I'm going everywhere. I've got a little son. He goes to bed. I'm exhausted at the end of the day, and I want to eat something yummy. And Factor is there to help me thrive. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Factor sent me a bunch of meals, and I licked the plate clean. Specifically, the filet mignon and mushroom risotto, I found to be 
delish. Also, they sent me some wellness shots. And I got to tell you, kicking my day off with a wellness shot, we did one with cayenne pepper. We did one that was like all that juicy, juicy green stuff. I loved I thought it was like fantastic and I could not get enough of it. Head to factormeals.com slash perfectperson50 and use code perfectperson50 to get 50% off. That's code perfectperson50 at factormeals.com slash perfectperson50 to get 50% off. Shrimp and cocktail, peanut butter and jelly. These are iconic duos. But what about the iconic duo when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling vintage swords or, of course, lovely little clam tarts, <laughs> Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered, baby. No matter how big your business gets, Shopify's there to help you scale and grow while you're selling one clam tart and while you're selling a million clam tarts by the seashore. It's the global force behind Allbirds, Rafi's, Brooklyn, and, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. So sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash perfect person, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash perfect person now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash perfect person. If you're selling stuff, then you're going to want to check this puppy out. Hi. Wow. Wow. First international caller, and, and it's, it's a about thruple. a thruple. That rules. First of all, I just love saying thruple. Like, that's a big thing for me is like- It's fun. It's a fun sounding word, you know? <laughs> all right. We got another voicemail here. We're having fun. <laughs> I just moved. I Well, I moved like a few months ago, and I lived with three roommates. And they're all very nice, and they're all very clean. It's a butt coming. And I have nothing to really complain about, but- There it is. They- slam the door <laughs> when they leave and my bedroom's like right next to the front door so it shakes my whole room and I don't want to be the one like I'm not trying to start drama I'm not the drama starter I'm, I'm I like to lay low I like to be chill so I don't want to really say anything chill girl um, love a cool girl but it's like really it gives me anxiety to hear when my whole entire room shakes and so loud but I don't want to be the one who's instigating so I, I need help to fix but let me know what to do and I don't like to confront she doesn't want to start drama, so we're going to have to do it That's for right. her. That's, That's right. fucking right. <laughs> Let's get into it. Hello? We heard that you needed someone to start drama on your behalf. Welcome to Perfect Person. <laughs> I'm here with Will. What's up? Oh, my God. Hi. So what is your name, first of all, and where are you calling from? Um, My name is Bria, and I'm calling from Virginia. Bria from Virginia? I'm telling you what, I've got a couple ideas, but I want you to outline what's the dynamic between you and your roommates. And you who are just shaking, moved in? Yeah, and you're, they're shaking your room. <laughs> um, I moved in in March, so I've been here for, I would I don't know, I can't do math right now, like six months. The dynamic is fine. You know, there's no drama. Yet. Yet, but after this, it's going to be fucking toxic. <laughs> I'm not trying <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna fucking destabilize this Absolutely. regime. 
and I think I think it needs to be destabilized. That's right. <laughs> now, my question for you is like, this has been happening the whole time since March. Um, yeah. Do you guys have like an old door that's like hard to close, or do they just love slamming that thing? You know, I don't know because I. Like, you don't when you slam close it. the door. What do you? Th- no, I don't slam it because. Well, like some doors require <laughs> like some elbow grease. Classic man. <laughs> <laughs> You know, shitty doors and like cheap apartments. Uh, and I wow. and no disrespect to your no, apartment. No, 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 no. Wow. I'm, Brute force it. That'll fix the problem, Will. Can you believe this guy? Use some emotional intelligence <laughs> once saying, in a while, Will. I'm trying to understand. Use some emotional I'm intelligence. I'm trying to understand. And you can't. Your, your solution is hammer. Your solution is not, let's take it apart and figure it out. It's just to beat it down, beat it I'm down. I'm not saying that's right. I'm trying to understand. Are roommates <laughs> closing the door because they need to do it? Or are they like just really loud about it uh, yeah. un- unintentionally? And are, do they all I'll do it. That's my other question. No, the door can be closed without slam. Okay. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, so here's the, th- so what is your dynamic with the roommates? Um, so I met them on Facebook. Oh, strangers. Strangers. But we're all around the same age, you know, um, sort of working in the same type of industry. And we, you know, we talk, I talk when I see them in the kitchen, in the shared space. And you're friendly. Um, yeah, we're not besties, but we're we're friendly. So you say you don't want to start drama, and I don't know yeah. that I don't know that the the that that saying hey, could you guys not slam the door? It freaks me out. Would be considered starting drama, but let's take that as a given, okay? Yeah. Obviously, that's the boring advice. We could say, hey, you need to have a hard conversation. No, that's not the advice. No, no, no. <laughs> Here's what we're gonna do. You should concoct like an elaborate scheme That's so right. they find out and you're like, oh my God, I didn't even know. Gaslight your toxic roommates. <laughs> <laughs> because they are, you are saying, you are telling me that they're friendly. Right. And you are living in a war zone. Yeah. This sounds this sounds like a lot of noise. It sounds um, like you're trying to sleep and you're being shaken awake. You, does it ever wake you up from a nap? No, literally because, yeah, this happens at like 7 a.m. What the hell are they and doing I'm at sleep- 7 a.m.? They're furious. <laughs> they have got to get out there. They door. have got to run out. The, they're <laughs> slamming the door at 7 a.m.? This is yeah. psycho. These it people psycho. are fucking criminals. Okay. So if you want to be passive aggressive, you could write a note that says, hey, could you guys please not slam the door? But again, not as fun. What I think you should do is have somebody like your friend sort of bring it up. You know, like, come Whoa, over. Whoa, that be- door's really loud. N- not about the, what they're yes, doing, but just being yes. like, Whoa, your door is so loud. I never noticed that before. Like, you hire an actor that's a friend, yes. pay them a day rate, <laughs> and bring them over and just like casually just camp out in the living room eating lasagna. You guys can bring like other snacks and stuff too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. we're getting in the weeds. <laughs> <laughs> You're just adding details. <laughs> Yeah, you get some lasagna. You're the it's like snacks, but like not too much. Like ve- the veggie fries that are, you right. can get that are the veggie straws that are a little bit healthier than regular chips. But Will, we're getting to, <laughs> we're getting too many details. Yeah, and whose fault is that? You fucking idiot. Okay, but look, if you but then you camp out. Yeah, and I want you to just wait around until someone comes in. Wait till they come home from work or something. 
Because it sounds like they're slamming the door every time. And they slam the door and your friend just goes, oh my gosh, your door is so loud. I actually have that problem in my house too. Yeah, I didn't know you guys had such a loud door. You're sort of, but you're, she's, you know, your friend's talking to you, but it's for everyone to hear. Another option would be to have your, you and your friend hang out in your room and then come out to be like, wow, your door is so loud. I could hear it all the way in here. So you don't have to say it. You just, but Miles is not you wrong. You gotta act this though. It it's, does it's, have to come across naturally. It's gotta come across really organic. Yeah. Otherwise, they're gonna be like, "Well, sorry, like I didn't mean to." Like it's gonna be a whole thing. I think there's one flaw in that. Yeah. In order for this plan to work, I need to bring a friend, and I don't want to say I don't have any friends, but I don't <laughs> really have friends here a lot. I see. Okay, well so, that, then we gotta we gotta fix one problem to wash the other. So the first thing you do is you're gonna hire an actor who's going to become your friend. Yeah, even better. Okay. Even better. Okay. What do you like to do? What kind of stuff are you into? Because we I feel like we we can't. We've reached a fork in the road, yeah. and and I cannot in good conscience leave you on this call. Yeah. Without fixing this problem first. Yeah. I'm like a bloodhound, and I smell issues, <laughs> and I. I've encountered something that we're going to fix for you live. Now, it's what kind of- Such an incredible, you're the poetry that you say. I'm like a <laughs> bloodhound when it comes to issues. Incredible poetry. That could be you. tattooed on someone. On Yeah, maybe. What kind of stuff are you into? Like, uh, And you, you said you have some friends, right? Yeah, I have some friends, but um, this is like my first time away from my parents. Yep. Yeah, awesome. Uh, yeah. Away, so it's. You know, making friends is the hard part. So, one hundred percent, and it gets it's hard totally. as an adult. And I did exactly what you did. Like, mm -hmm. I, I'm presuming that you're right out of college. Yeah, I'm 23. That's yeah, exactly okay. Yeah, yeah. So, I did this exact thing. At 23, I moved to Austin. I moved into a group house where I knew nobody. <laughs> I, it was all from Craigslist, and it was weird at first because they all knew each other and mm -hmm. were friends. And I became friends right. with them over time. But it, the only thing that works is like time and proximity, mm -hmm. and then like. You know, we did eventually genuinely become friends, but it takes time because obviously if this was your friends, you could be like, hey, can you please not slam the door? It wakes me up at 7 a.m. But because you feel uncomfortable yeah. and you don't feel like you have friends, you don't want to like burn any bridges and you don't yeah. want to be the passive aggressive roommate who people resent silently either. Right. Do you want to be friends with your one of your roommates or no? Um, It's not necessary, but I don't want to be enemies. Sure. No, for sure. But I was wondering if, like, maybe you thought they were kind of cool and you could turn it into, like, an adventure where you go to the hardware store and you get foam. But that's a whole, that's a story for another time. Yeah. Um, but, not <laughs> a bad, not a bad. I mean, if somebody's handy around the house and they're, like, looking for a new project. And it's like, oh, let's get, like, foam. Because, like, I, 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 it woke me up for the first time yesterday. If you're going to bring it up casually, you could bring it up as if it's a really new development. I think something changed on the door. Maybe it's the seasons, the cold, and the door <laughs> swelling, but it's way louder than usual, I think. And then, then you're sort of going to, on a, um, a buddy cop comedy where you're getting hinges and, you know, all yes. sorts of stuff. I, I don't think that's but, a terrible idea if people like to do stuff, yeah. if they like to DIY. But I don't think the solution requires the hardware store. They just need to <laughs> not... Okay, well, yeah. now that is, that's interesting because we're looking for big picture solutions. And it's, the, at the end of the day, <laughs> the, the door shaking was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> and, okay. <laughs> and I think that, but, but I do think that like, yeah, in terms of meeting new people in new places, I find that... It's really hard to meet people in the wild, but yeah. sometimes yeah. It, it, it's only hard because it feels like you're starting from zero. But if you have a coffee shop you like going to, if you like going to a bookstore, if there's a meetup, like I, I love, there's like meetup apps and stuff yeah, like yeah. that for different cool things for interests. And so, sometimes I can feel um, like it's so a shot, uh, excuse me, in the dark. But I want you to 
think about it as it's just like, oh, well, maybe somebody cool will be there. And then you can go and it's just someone to eat lunch with or somebody to eat dinner with or somebody to go on a walk with. And, you know, I think that the hardest part about making new friends is that you have to really open yourself up to someone being like, oh, I'm busy and feeling hurt, but just being like, oh, whatever. Like, I'm no different. If you try to make new friends, you're going to be in no different a situation than if you had not tried at all. Yep. If somebody says no. Well, and the other thing I would add is that I would say basically <clears throat> everyone wants to be adding new friends to their life. Yeah. Like not everyone has emotional space for, to do it or whatever, but like I think most people are like interested in the idea of like I have this new person who I think is cool and Oh, I, I've made friends with people by being as direct as possible, by being like, hey, yeah. do you want to be my friend? Would you like to do this thing? I have had some strikeouts. There was a guy I hung out with a couple times <laughs> who I really wanted to be good friends with. He, he did not want to be friends with me. What did he, like, he say to you? He didn't really say anything, and he's not a bad guy. I don't <laughs> resent him, but it's just like I was trying really hard, and he didn't really want to, and it's like, okay, well, there, we'll always have that day where we got stoned and listened to the new Action Bronson album. You what know what I mean? The, what was the thing that you were doing to try really hard to be his friend? I was texting him. Uh, I was I was sending some texts. Yeah. What were the texts like? Were they like, <laughs> "LOL, check out this meme" or like <laughs> something like that? No, it was like, "Okay, man, you want to hang out?" And and, uh, mm-hmm. and then we kind of just naturally fell out of touch, and it seemed like he didn't really want anything to do with me. But like, that's okay. You know, most people though are pretty receptive. If you're like, "You seem cool," yeah, I think let's so. be friends yeah. in really whatever context, you know. Yeah, I agree. And um, but you have to open yourself up to it. You, you have to open be... yourself up. But you're gonna find those friends, and it just also takes, it takes patience. It's like yeah. the first time I see someone, icky, yucky. We're not friends. I'm not gonna be vulnerable. The second time I see someone, I die for them. I'll tell them any secret in my fucking <laughs> life. Miles uh, considers his acquaintances his friends. No, but I literally I do feel that way. Like yeah. with the first time, if it's someone I'm like like my coworkers, for example, I always remember like first shift yeah. at like a restaurant or something. First shift, it's weird. I don't know anybody. Second shift, I'm like, yo, what up? Like, we're (laughs) friends sort of now because I saw you before and I've had time to process the first time we hung out. And now it's the second time we're hanging out and we're way closer for some reason. The other thing um, that I would say is that in America, many people make new friends just at work. Uh, That's how Miles and I became friends. Miles was much nicer to me back then. He was much more polite. That Uh, is not true. I feel like uh, I was much meaner (laughs) to you as a joke. No, no. you You were mean to me as a bit. But first, like the first thing it was like miles is just like nice friendly just like <laughs> talking to could be talking to anybody oh i you know had what like I mean? yeah because i had like stranger glasses on you did stranger yeah. goggles on where i'm like oh hey how's it going oh yeah what's up like you're I- putting on your stranger sort yeah. of accents yeah. yeah but like if you have if you work remotely i think it can be really hard and i'm 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 not i'm just guessing that you do work remotely but if you don't do you are there any coworkers you want to be friends with yeah i work hybrid so i work remote some days and i go into the office some other days Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, maybe maybe there's a coworker you could um you could reach out. If to, there's but- anybody you think who's who seems like they might be cool, like you just sometimes when you're the new person in like an area, you have to be the one who makes that initial point of contact. Yeah, right. But most people, if they think you're cool, yeah. they're gonna reciprocate and be like, "Sorry, I can't do today, but I could do a week from now." And then, bam, you got a new damn friend. And if all else fails, gaslight. You're toxic <laughs> roommates. <laughs> Thank you so much for calling in. You have a fantastic day. Thank you. And congratulations to you and Sarah, by the way. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, we're psyched. It's going to be great. And um, honestly, I hope our child is as sweet as you. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Have a good night. We got another voicemail here, and it's something very special. Hi, Miles. (laughs) This is Erica calling from Syracuse. And my problem is that me and my husband don't have any kids yet, but 
we can't agree on if they're going to believe in Santa Claus because I grew up mm-hmm. not believing in Santa, and I don't feel like it's right to intentionally lie and deceive our kids. This is a good one. But my husband thinks <clears throat> it's an important part of the magic of Christmas. I agree. And I'm sure that you'll agree you with him, but I decide I'd like to get your thoughts anyway. Okay. I Bye. like that she's like, I know that you're going to side with my husband who wants to bring joy and magic <laughs> yeah. to the world. I think it's an interesting. I honestly think it's an interesting. It is question, an interesting though. question. No, I don't. I don't think that it's. Well, we should probably just get her on the horn. Well, obviously we got a caller. How are you going into this? So first instinct. Okay, my thing is, I think Santa's so funny. <laughs> really funny, right? Santa's hilarious. Hilarious little fucking guy. Like I look back and think, oh, I believe in Santa for a long time. I Me, mean, a really long time. And like too long. For wait, definitely too long. Definitely too and, long. And that is funny to me. It's great. It was. It brought like, joy I'm not mad fun. about it. I think it's funny. No, it ruled. Yeah. Let's get back in here. Calling adults, telling them to believe in Santa Claus. My job. Hello. Santa's workshop calling. Santa's workshop. <laughs> Santa's workshop calling, and we're telling you that uh, you know we 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 we're here to answer your problems, and we're here to solve your. And you're problems. Erica okay. from Syracuse, correct? And you're Erica from Syracuse. Yes, I am. Erica, I'm Miles Bonson, Yore, host of Perfect Person, <laughs> the podcast you know and love, and I'm here with freelance sidekick Will Whitworth. What's up? We're talking Santa. Hi, Miles and Will. Now, I hear that we've got a little Grinch on our hands. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. So tell me about your conundrum, and I'll tell you what I'm thinking. Okay, so my conundrum is that... When we have kids in the future, I don't really want to teach them about Santa just because I feel like wrong trying to intentionally lie and deceive them. But my husband is Mm. pro-Santa and we each grew up like I grew up without believing in Santa and he grew up believing in it. And now what are you worried about uh, with the the legend of good old St. Nick? Um, I wouldn't say I'm really worried because I know that like 90% of mainstream American children grew up believing in Santa and yeah. they're all fine. Um, wow. it's just, I don't know. Like I feel weird about it because it's like as an adult, I'm intentionally trying to convince them of this thing, knowing that at some point they're going to find out it's not real. And then, I don't know. Now, I, I get that you're you're concerned that your child might be like, Mom, you liar. Yeah. Or something like that. <laughs> but I'm here to tell you yeah. that the magic of Christmas is a little bit of mistletoe <laughs> and a little snowflake. Miles does not have a song. He's just saying <laughs> Christmas things right now. But okay, okay? No, easy. There's a lot of Christmas songs. You could have picked any of them. I think that a solution that I have between you, because I get your concern, you're concerned that you're like, I don't want to lie to my child. However, I don't think that you're necessarily mm-hmm. like telling stories and, and crafting a legend and a mythos around there might be magic in the world isn't a lie. It would be a lie to say, hey, on Christmas at fucking midnight, Santa's coming in here. He's putting his Timberland boots down the chimney. He's kicking down the Christmas tree and he's having himself a fucking glass of milk. But I think that there is a world in that that is in between the two. That is, well, some say that good children might get a visit from this magical man. You're sort of telling them a story, really. 
You're not telling them that it's going to mm-hmm. happen. You're just being like, yeah, this is like a legend. It's similar to like the legend of Bigfoot. You tell children that there's a creepy guy who lives in the woods. I was not told that Bigfoot was real. It sounds like Miles was. Uh, kind of explains a lot. But, but like, you know what I mean? Like, there's a difference between being, and, and obviously, I'll probably be like, yeah, like, you know, there's, there's this guy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Because to me, I don't know is more interesting than like, yeah, so you're telling me there's a fucking guy on a sleigh? Like, what are you talking about? Well, I've also heard comedians on podcasts talk about how, like, some people were like are, like, afraid of, like, an intruder. <laughs> like, Santa is scary <laughs> because it's, like, someone breaking in or yeah. whatever. Uh, I, you know, I think it's an interesting question. I, I think the question to me is, like, do you think you'd... Obviously, you don't want to knowingly lie to your kids or whatever, like, very often. But, like, do you, do you think there are other times where you might be telling, you know, white lies to get them to do what you want? Or is your... Your goal as a parent is to be like, I'm going to be honest in all moments and be like, why are you not uh, making my lunch? Because I have diarrhea is what you'll say, because you might have diarrhea at that point. You know, (laughs) like you want to live perfectly honestly with your kids. You don't want to hide anything from them, because to me, I don't look. I believe in Santa way too long. Um, and, Same. and, and like, I don't think it really ruined my life. It did. There was the moment I found out was a little bit like, cause I had been arguing with my friend who was like, I think I hear my parents putting out the presents. And I was like, no, that's Santa. <laughs> and then I asked my mom and she, but my younger brothers were around. So she had to lie. She yeah. had to be like, no, it's Santa. And then later it was like, no, actually it's not. And I felt a little embarrassed, but not enough that it like left a permanent scar. To me, probably what I'm going to do with my kids. What does Christmas mean to me? Well, I'll tell you. Um, (laughs) I think that I will do a blend because I also think it's important for children to be like, oh, my parents like got me these gifts. Right. That's the thing. And I think that that is important. So to me, what I'm planning on doing is having Christmas be a little mystery. And it's like, oh yeah, well, me and your mother wrapped these presents. We did. Oh, that's weird. I don't know if we wrapped this one. You know what I mean? It's like you're crafting just mm-hmm. sort of a little bit of a question mark on. That's true. You don't have to say Santa brought all. You don't the have gifts. to say. You can yeah. just be like, oh, I don't know. Like they're gonna be indoctrinated into Santa culture, whether they like it or not. It's just fucking effervescent. Santa it's culture in, has gone too far. Santa culture has gone too far. <laughs> but nice. Santa culture has gone too far. <laughs> but um, I think that. Like, yeah, there's 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 a world to give your husband what he wants, which is probably just like, yeah, like let's have it doesn't it's not so serious. Let's not take everything so seriously. Like there can be a little bit of magic in the world and that can be kind of fun. Also, there's a difference between telling your five year old right. kids that like what I was Santa is real. And then it's like, yeah, once they're in elementary school being like, Oh yeah, we do it, but it's a nice legend that you know, like that that's yeah, different. I think that there you what you might want to do as a compromise yeah. is just do like a short Santa window where you're like We'll tell the kids Santa's real until they turn six. And then we'll tell them the truth. But because like when you're a little kid, you really will believe whatever, you know? And if you, you Mm -hmm. know, Steve Martin has a great bit about like teaching kids to talk wrong and like (laughs) using words incorrectly. So they'll like think that that, that's the word for bathroom is like the banana patch or whatever. That's funny. It's like, you know, you can mess with your kids. You know, that's what my stance is. That's Uh, good. Yeah. Yeah. I think kids are there to be poked and prod. So what are your thoughts? How does this resonate with you? Yeah. So, well, I guess to Will's point of like, do I want to never ever lie? I mean, I guess that's ideal, but obviously I'm not a parent yet. And I'm sure there are times when that will be helpful, but also like with the Santa thing, like getting them to behave, that's another part of it that I feel like isn't my favorite. Oh, I agree. If there's, 
if they're not going to behave for me, I don't want them to behave for Santa. And you know what? I'll probably, because I'm having a child in December, which is sooner than, yeah. uh, you know, I really am thinking about. But I um, just looked at his bare wrist for, for the list. I certainly did. But I think that I'll probably I'll probably uh, omit the like yeah you have to be a good little boy yeah like, like what that means that's like no it's like I want I don't our think child, that's necessary I think no. the, the part that kids like it's like if you it, you know if you I don't really begrudge parents for doing that but my parents didn't really do that and it was fun to be able to believe <clears> in this thing that and I honestly think believing in Santa for too long like shaped my personality I think also uh, me too by the way I mean obviously I'm a kid who believed in Santa too yeah, long of and course. I think it's you like, too and you know 100% looking at us hearing us like you oh know yeah these that we, guys <laughs> we love Santa they, they, and again I was arguing with my friends about how it wasn't my parents me too and I'd be like no I don't believe he's real and then in my head I'd be like he is real though <laughs> I, I'm like, I know that I'm saying that, Santa. I'd write in my little letters. I'd be like, I know that I'm saying I don't believe in you, but like, I do believe in you. Uh, I and just, I don't think it causes psychological harm. I just think that maybe you don't want to like knowingly lie to a kid who gets into a more of like a different state of consciousness, who gets you know, older, more mature. Yeah. You set a cutoff and then you see how it goes. Also, compromise on that too. Good deeds get you gifts, but bad deeds, like, you know what I mean? Like, don't, nothing happens. It's just like, mm -hmm. oh, they say that kids who do good deeds get like maybe maybe get a little magical gift or something like that instead like i think that the shame part of it yeah, you, i don't no, fuck shame with shame is not necessary the in this yeah the coal no. yeah i'm yeah. going to give my son first of a all coal very valuable you know yeah you're big into minecraft <laughs> but um no, i've never played minecraft ever uh, but yeah so i think that that's kind of that's kind of where i'm at i think you can figure out a compromise on it i, I get that not wanting to lie your kids but i think that like Crafting legends and telling stories, like if you read them a children's book, you're not really lying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it is different if you, I think you're trying to use it to control your kid's behavior. But to me, it feels harmless. Like it doesn't feel like it's actively harming your kids. And your husband obviously wants to do this, so he right. would enjoy it. And so I wouldn't fight him too hard on it. Obviously, we're biased. We are, <laughs> as we have said, kids who obviously Santa, believed in Santa. Santa of 10 adults. Yeah. Santa yeah. adults. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I think Santa's so funny as an adult. Like, okay. Now this I don't this is sort of a tangent, but like this is one of my classic riffs, okay? Oh, so here we go. Santa Claus, he was like this creepy old guy until they were like, We gotta get him a wife. And so then they yeah. made Mrs. this like Claus. sexless older wife, which obviously Santa's also makes sense. It's not like you should have like a hot young wife. That would be weird. And I don't know. Um but like the they they needed to she be like, look like Jessica Rabbit. Santa being like a single man, it, I think at the time probably came across as like you know perpetual bachelor. Like he's gay. We need no Santa fucks and he fucks his wife <laughs> and he fucks his wife in the. Be kind of awesome though if Santa got a divorce. Oh my god, this has got. That's be a, a comedy sketch. This has got to be a screenplay. <laughs> That's a sketch. Santa getting a divorce from Mrs. Claus and them like getting into like a, a screen. It's like totally serious sketch, yeah. but they're just like. Santa and Mrs. Claus going through a divorce. There's just something so funny too about like I the elves it. and like are they building PS5s? Right. It's like the elves are going <laughs> to the they're helping Sony like yeah, get their like, orders out. Oh. Yeah, it's it's really unclear who what where the workflow and also the elves like they're they're slaves. Definitely. They're def yeah. A hundred percent. And Santa would have been considered gay if he didn't have a beard. Mrs. Claus is effectively well, Santa's Mrs. Claus beard. is his beard, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, we hope this is helpful. Classic um, And uh, what do you think you're going to do? Um, I think the compromise idea sounds good. Yeah. Like, I'm not opposed to any mention of Santa Claus. I think I just won't go super hard, like, yeah, convincing that. them it's real for their entire life. I right. love that. I think that that's, that's the right choice. And, um, you know, another happy customer. Thanks so much for calling in. <laughs> <laughs> you have a fantastic evening. Bye, Erica. 
Enjoy Syracuse. Well, Will. <laughs> well, Will. More like well water. Is that anything? That brings us to our final segment. <laughs> what else is in the news? <laughs> what else is in the news? What else is in the news? <laughs> Crypto is going off. The election results just came in. Extra, extra. I am stressed. <laughs> but I'm working on it. And I'm trying to... Um, I'm trying to uh, show gratitude in my life. And I'm trying to get to a place where I am... Uh, not taking everything so seriously. I feel like in the last year, I mean, obviously there's lots of serious things that have happened. Yeah. Uh, and serious things that ha- like happened a lot, but those things have always really happened, you know? And I think that I'm trying to, especially with this show, which I love doing, it's my fucking favorite. And um, I'm so happy people listen, but I'm trying to not take the numbers so seriously. That stuff stresses me out. Yeah. Like numbers and trying to, and all this stuff. I love the show and I think the show's going to do great and I'm going to keep growing it and all that stuff's good. My work at, you know, uh, Try Guys is all good. Everything is all good. The baby's going to be all good. I'm just trying to be like, look, I'm not on this planet to worry and as much as obviously saying that is different than believing it, but I'm trying to not take everything so seriously. That's kind of my goal. Are you worried that Sarah's going to give birth to like a demon or like a ghoul? A ghoul. Well, I've seen the fucker. On an ultrasound. He looks normal. He didn't look like a ghoul to me. But he will be sour. <laughs> and what are we thinking naming-wise? Elron Hubbard Bonsignor. I was thinking Bill Cosby Bonsignore. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> That'd be so <laughs> fucked up. Um, well, Will, uh, to get serious for a second. Yeah. Um, what kind? And, I, and uh, I know that you've been going through a hard time. But what kind of porn have you been watching? <laughs> Please don't answer that. I won't. I will say that, um, yeah, it, it's been hard. I mean, you know, I was on a Get Real segment nigh a month ago talking about I how know. happy I was I know, I know. and how I'm like, oh, I'm in love and I'm loving it. And it's just like, yeah, okay. I know, buddy. I and know. arguably, arguably, it's the podcast's fault. You know what I mean? You think so? Like, I, no. <laughs> no. You think she heard that? Uh, you think I mean, she still listens? I do not think she still listens. Uh, that would be psycho. <laughs> like, I broke up with Will, but I'm just going to listen to Perfect Person to hear him talk. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. psycho. Uh, uh, I don't know. But I can say that, like, you know, it's it just sucks. It's like a thing that everyone goes through. And, you know, I don't. I, I also want to be grateful for the life I still have, even though uh, I I had envisioned, like, a different future yeah. than, than I'm heading towards. I kind of am like, oh, yeah. I'm just, it's back to just me and Melly. Yeah, but you know, sometimes breakups can be affirming in that uh, you're like, oh, I was sort of tightening in right. the scope of my right. life and now I'm open. 100%. Open back up again. I can do, you have so much potential to do 100%. Anything. And I feel like I've been bad about being like a good friend to, li- to like a larger circle because I had narrowed it in a little bit. And now sure. I'm like, all right, well freaking i gotta i gotta get out i gotta cut a rug i gotta get out and uh you yeah. know make some appearances you know we got I mean? a lot of friends who are single right now so i feel like you're joining good company <laughs> yeah i mean you know i just it, it's just it's you know i at the end of the day i feel like i learned a lot from the relationship and it was good so yeah. i shouldn't be like it's not the it, it's not ruining my life i just i'm kind of like huh I just feel a little stuck, you know? No, that, and that um, feeling is fine to have. And I think you're right, though. Like, breakups are not necessarily, um, like, sharing an experience with somebody and then you break up. And it is so hard, obviously. 
but uh, valuing the experience you shared together is also good. Yeah, to, like to I think, think it's there's like a trap where you're like, oh, because she no longer is interested, then that uh, invalidates all the good times we had. And it's like, no, no not at all. No, it doesn't. You still had great uh, times. And, and yeah, totally. I think uh, you're totally right. Because I do think that that is like a thing that people fall into of like, oh, because we didn't end up buried next to each other. No, of course This is not. a failure. Well, that's like, yeah, like <laughs> when people get divorced after like a decade or something and it's like, no, for sure. That's right. It like, doesn't mean that you, all of it was bad or no, whatever. You no, know, no, no, some no. people, it is bad the whole time. Sure. But, yeah. But like, I think that, I think that that's our impulse naturally is to be like, well, it didn't get me to my destination. You like, know? What? Yeah. We're just trying to do our what's best. What's the destination? Here. Yeah. What's the hell is the destination? Like, I honestly, so that's what I have to try to keep in mind is like, it's a little bit of cognitive dissonance to be like, I'm sad. Maybe it is invalid. Maybe I'm not, you know, I'm like, I've been hunting for like a reason why it's my fault. And uh, I can't yeah, find one. I don't think it actually was my fault. You can't do that though. Because uh, fault is also just like, yeah, sometimes it just isn't right. And that's like what I, it hurts more. I don't think it was anything I did, you know? No, so definitely not. It's like, it's like, well, <laughs> I'm sad, but totally. it's not like, oh man, you know, I freaking cut one and <laughs> she was done. You know, I don't know. I, that was the first thing I thought of. Yeah. You, you could cut you could, one. You farted. <laughs> Yeah. Is that what cut one means? Yeah. You never heard I that? I cut one. I mean, I don't say that. I busted ass and my relationship <laughs> was grass. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. Will, where can the people find you for more saucy Will content? You can find me at WIT. We're on Twitter while it still exists and Instagram. Um, I, of course, will be doing a big post on December 1. Yes. And possibly, it is a possibly. It is a Dua Lipa collab. It won't be. I, well, Don't say possibly. I'm just saying right now. What it if, it's could an be if it was an album, that would be fucking awesome. <laughs> it's just like, ah, uh, it's just you like revving, <laughs> like really half-assed though, and it's like the first take for every song. I'm a terrible rapper. Like I, I, I do it in my head, and I go, hmm. Mm -hmm. Give me some bars here. Uh. My name's Will Whitwer, and I'm here to say I don't know how to rap in any way. And rhyming's hard. Just like the backside of a can of lard. Yeah, it's not good. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>